Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following the hit CW show, Batwoman, and who knows what the hell is going on. <laughs> and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I am okay. I'm kind of confused about this episode, so I'm really excited for us to talk about it because... I have thoughts and things to say, and yeah, that was an episode. <laughs> All right. We are going to jump right into it. Uh, episode two, season two, episode 17. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to start off nice and slow, nice and slow. Um, we have Batwoman throwing a security guard around a cosmetic store. Uh, in which we have posters of Cersei uh, advertising the product, and she wants to know where Black Mask is. The security guard uh, has no idea who she's talking about. And then she starts using the product on him, and he finally says he has gone underground, and no one knows exactly where he is, and she needs to believe him. And uh, she does, much to Luke's surprise, apparently, in the next scene. Yeah, Luke was not thrilled, but then... I mean, when you're, like, when you have perfume being forcibly, like, sprayed into your face, you're gonna tell the truth. Now, also, is there something lethal about his cosmetics? No, that would be the Joker. Okay, because, like, I don't, I mean... it's it's just perfume, so my thing was like. I mean, oh. yeah, but obviously it smells bad, according to Ryan. Well, yeah, but I mean, because that guy looked terrified, so I'm like, okay, what exactly does <laughs> d- does his? Because I got the vibe even like last week or the week before there was there was a scene I forget what episode it was in where I got the feeling that these cosmetics were more than just your standard cosmetics. Oh, it was the burn cream scene. It's when good was, burn cream. When he was talking about the burn cream, it just it felt like there was more there. So I was wondering if there was something hidden in the cosmetics that had that uh, security guard guy like crapping his pants because he seemed terrified. Well, I think he was more terrified about Batwoman than than necessarily the perfume. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So apparently, uh, yeah, apparently Batwoman believed him. Uh, Luke was surprised at this, and while they're having their powwow in the Batcave, Ryan is, Ryan just looks like she wants to go take a shower. Yeah. She's like, have y'all smelt me? Like, <laughs> I need to I, go deal with this. Am I the only one who can smell me? <laughs> um, yeah, what else happens in the scene? I don't Everybody's kind of wondering where Kate is. Apparently she's been gone like 10 hours. Yes. So Kate has been gone since the last episode. It's been 10 hours, which is like a lifetime in Gotham. So she's probably dead in a ditch somewhere. Um, As they're trying to figure this out, we get a phone call on Mary's. uh, We don't get a phone call. We get a text from the holdup in which uh, some belligerent drunk is acting like they own the bar. 
And as soon as she said that, I was like, well, there she is. (laughs) Cute Ryan going to the holdup to find Kate surrounded by women uh, drinking straight from the from a bottle that is now empty. And And Ryan reports back. uh, Yes. Ryan reports back that the belligerent drunk who thinks she owns the bar actually does. Which that was hilarious. That one. We we go to the uh, Batwoman, the Batwoman title screen, and a flopping Kate onto the drunk, passed out Kate onto the bed. <laughs> Mary's like, "All right, we got water, we got uh, we got a trash can." Her held, gonna... her head's tilted to a forty-five degree angle. And the only thing <laughs> I thought of in this scene is how many times has Mary had to do this? Well, I mean, she is a doctor. Well, no, she, but I didn't know if it was if it was coming from her perspective of a doctor or her perspective as Kate's sister, and like how many times has Kate been drunk? Ah, uh, probably both. I would imagine that's how like she started her her doctoring was taking care of Kate. I did love that scene. I was like, oh, this is kind of cute, and then like I was immediately heartbroken five seconds later. Yeah. So, so Mary's like, all right, her head's at a 45 degree angle. She's all good. Um, you guys got this. I'm out of here. No, uh, <laughs> a, a drunk Kate, you know, recognizes Mary. She's like, Mary. And she kind of boops her on the nose. And Mary's all happy that she got recognized. And she was like, where do I know you from? And it was in the, now. <sighs> and you just heard the Price is Right horn in the background. I, I, I felt so bad, like Mary's entire face fell, and I just wanted to give her a hug. And also, like, I didn't know if it was just because Kate Kate was drunk, or given what we know is coming when we uh, later in the episode, was she even manipulating her here and twisting the knife? Like, it's just this was the first moment I kind of felt a little uncomfortable. I just didn't know why. Yeah, um, I. She is drunk, so uh, I would think that it's actually, like, real. Uh, and, and, I felt so and bad we'll for Mary. To, I felt so yeah, bad for we'll her. Why, we'll get to why a little bit later on. So Mary's like, you know what? I think Kate, I think Jacob is right. I think what Kate needs is her sister, the other her, sister. Uh, and when she said that, I was like, oh. <laughs> And then cut to cut to um, Alice, who is on the train with Ocean's dead body, and she's apparently about... been she's apparently been there for ten hours because we know ten hours has passed from the end of yep. the last episode. So she's literally not moved in ten hours. I mean, uh, yeah, I can see that. No, so can I. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Um, so she is crying over Ocean's dead body, and at this point, the fact that he's still there. Now, granted, I'm used to people not cleaning up dead bodies in this show, but the fact that he was still there and they were focusing on him gave me a very, very uneasy feeling that at some point in the show or this episode, he was going to spring to life again, and I was going to just rip my tv off the wall and throw it into the street i i think they were aiming for a more emotional like i can't let him go kind of a thing 
I mean, uh, I guess so, but you've already killed him once before and teased me. You better not do it again. I mean, they, uh, to spoil what comes later, they did cremate him, so... I, as soon as she shows up with the urn and his ashes, I was elated. I was like, <laughs> there is there is no coming back from that one. <laughs> Mary <laughs> Mary shows up on the train and Alice is like I need you to fix him and she's like he's been dead for like 12 hours like I can't there's nothing I can do to fix him and she doesn't and exactly take that well she goes nope, you fix she's like, him you f- bring well, him back or your life is over yep. and, and she like, threatens her with the butterfly knife and then she goes back to crying over Ocean when Harry's like, "I, dude, I can't." Like, and I'm that not. won't, and killing me won't bring him back. My favorite part of this though is like after she said that, she flung the butterfly knife, and the way that it went into the wall was really cool. Yeah. So she goes back to crying about Ocean, and Mary's like, "You know, I know how you're feeling. All the pain and anger, the un, the unbearable emptiness." And I'm like, Mary, you're, you're not helping at all. Like, yeah, but she wasn't like, meant is, to help. This, this, this is was, the exact opposite of helping, Mary. She wasn't trying to help. She was. That, that was her. That was no, her in vengeful. Like the tone of her voice, her total vibe in that scene. She was like, "This is this is what you made me feel when you killed my mother." This was her taking a moment and like. Almost, I don't want to say reveling in her pain, but, like, maybe taking a small bit of joy out of it, because now Alice gets to feel the hell that she put her through. See, I don't, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it is. Like, I thought she was genuinely trying to be, like, sympathetic in Mm -mm. in telling Alice. The tone of her, like, rewatch the scene with the sound on. Listen to the tone of her voice when she says these things. This was not somebody in helpful mode. This was in vengeful bitch mode. And then she's like, by the way, I'm here about Kate. And Alice just like looks at her. She's like, she's doing great. Which, yeah, I did like that Mary was like, yeah, maybe this is not the time to mention that we need her help. Yep, she's doing great. Thank you, Alice. Good job. And she kind of pats her on the head and is like, I'm just going to gonna leave you here to keep crying. I'm going to And Alice now. is like, <laughs> and then she's like, thank you for saving her. And then Alice is like, I should have left her when I had the chance. Well, she said she should have left with Ocean. She doesn't say she should have left her. No, oh, that's what I thought. She, that's what I that's what I heard. OK. Yeah, no, no, no. She's like, I should have left with Ocean when I had the chance. So this would have been before she knew about Kate. Okay, I thought I thought she said that she wanted yeah. to leave Kate behind. Okay, that. Oh. And then we go back to the Batcave, and and uh, Luke and Ryan are there, and Luke's like, I figured out how to jog the rest of Kate's memories. Journals. <laughs> And he's Luke all happy. So, and he's like shaking. Luke is the... so excited that he's not seeing the forest or the trees here. And Ryan's trying to tell him, like, dude, slow your roll. Like, she's just been through hell. Let's give her a second. And Luke's yeah. like, no, no, she's Kate. She's gonna be fine. She's gonna be fine. And I'm just like, dude, no, 
Stop acting like a little puppy. Yep. And then he goes skipping off to go give her the journals. And they're back at the loft where they brought Kate. And <laughs> he's like, these are your journals. These will help you remember who you are. I did like this scene. But there was a moment. This was because there were a bunch of little things before we knew where this was going. And this was the second moment that I kind of went, huh? When she stripped in front of him to change her shirt. I was like, that's not something Kate would do. Oh, I think it absolutely would. I may, it, it read to me like she was trying to give him a show, kind of, and I'm just like... See, ah. I, I don't think so, because, like, she she purposely turns around. So all you, like, all you see is her back. Like, there's no, like, side profile, even, like, it's it's wholly her back. And, and and even Luke seemed a little weirded out by that. So that was like the next moment that made me go, um, is she okay? Um, yes, I think Luke would always feel like that, like even if this wasn't the first time. But I would also I also think Kate would do that for one, because she obviously like like she said, she like thinks of Luke as a friend. And two I think also in Kay's mind, she knows it would make Luke uncomfortable, so she would absolutely do that just to kind of provoke a reaction. I don't know. That that moment felt off to me. I'll be interested to see um, what some of our listeners think if they picked up on any weirdness in that scene. And then Luke's like, oh, I have another thing that can jog in memory, unless you forgot how to ride a motorcycle. And he gives her the keys to her bike, not the bat bike, but the regular motorcycle. Which and, I thought that, I, I, and I thought that was really cool. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then we get, we get a nice little scene of her riding her bike. And then when she pulled up to the abandoned building, I went, okay, is Kate thinking she wants to buy another billet, building? Because it said for lease on the front of it. Uh, that it did. And... Then I thought maybe she was going to go see Alice. And then this was the point where we went entirely left. So what happens when... What happens when um, Kate goes into this abandoned building? Please inform us, Tony, what happens... What happens is she goes to see Black Mask and says, hi, Daddy. And this is the moment where I went, what the hell is happening? And what does she what does she do when she sees Black Mask? Tell us. She says she hugs him. She says, thank you for saving me from the life of Kate Kane. Then gives him the journals so they have a how a how to manual for the Batcave. And I'm and just who, like And, and who else is there? Sophia is there. And this I just this was the moment where I went, Why are we in the upside down? So this was <laughs> As I was 
As I was watching this on Sunday night, I don't typically tweet out my reactions because I, I like to save it for the podcast. So I, as I was watching this, I figured you had I knew you hadn't watched it yet. So without any spoilers, I just sent you that I was upset. And I, I had already known that you were upset. I just didn't know what was good. I didn't know what was going to piss you off because a lot of people in my timeline were talking about the show on Sunday, which is not something that normally happens in my timeline. Um, and people were pissed. So I knew whenever I watched the episode that I wasn't exactly going to be thrilled. I didn't exactly expect to be raging, though. And yeah. raging for a majority of the episode from this point. Because it was like everything from now through the rest of the episode, I just kept getting angrier and angrier. And we're only 15 minutes into the episode. To be fair, I also sent you that I also sent you that text that I was upset after that scene. And so because of that scene, plus the fact I still thought they were bringing back Ocean in this episode because of the previous scene, like I was I was starting to get really upset. We come back from commercial and Ryan is packing a bag and Sophie comes in and she's like, Ryan, where you going? And Ryan's like, well, if Kate's back, she should have her apartment back, too, which is understandable. Yes. And which uh, Sophie offers to share a bed. Couch, pull out couch. I know. <laughs> With Ryan, she's like, you know, you can come crash at my place. And she's like, nah, I got a place. It's by the river. It's small. It's fine. And Sophie's like, just because Kate is back doesn't mean you have to give everything up. And Ryan's like, speaking of which, what are you doing here in that outfit, miss? I did did kind of like that. She's like, "Um, I know that's not for me. And I know you're trying to to jumpstart some memories. And she's like, yeah, well, if there are bits of our past that Kate doesn't remember, then it's probably for the better. I mean, so when I first watched this episode and Ryan's like, I know exactly what memories you're trying to jog with that. I'm like, she's wearing an ugly coat. Like, I don't see what's like. It's yeah. not like she she showed up in lingerie. But the second time I watched it, I saw like it was a really nice like shirt and and not a dress, but it was a very nice top underneath. Yeah, um, it's that not was, something that was very pretty. So I was like, all right, all right, I can see that. But it wasn't like she just showed up in like a trench coat and underwear underneath. Very true. But like, and I, I just as a general thing for this episode, I want to give props to Ryan because because she just complains most of the time in this episode. Well, no, she's not even really complaining, but like she knows that with Kate back that she has to step aside and basically go back to the life she had before. And she's kind of doing it without even being asked to or being told to. She is stepping aside and letting Kate take what is rightfully hers. And she's kind of being really good about it. Yes. However... And Ryan kind of figures this out on her own later on. I feel she was being very like, 
oh, Kate's back, so I guess I'll go away now. Unless you guys want me. But if you don't, that's cool. I'm going to go. Like, she was, like, it seemed like she was really, like, not, she, not she, like, starving for attention. But she definitely wanted, so, like, someone to be like, no, you don't have to go. And all, but like. Sophie did but, that and, and like, she left anyway. Right. Because that's not, like, who, like, she doesn't need to hear from Sophie. She needs to hear from, like, Mary or. Or Luke. or Luke. So you think she was baiting one of them to say something and they didn't take the bait. Right. And and that's whatever, like, in my mind, that's whatever. Because for one, like, Luke and Mary, yes, they're really happy that Kate's back. And yeah, like, Luke, Luke probably thinks, well, that means, like, Kate can come back and be Batwoman. But I also think there's no part of Luke's mind that is like, well, Ryan's out of here. Like, like in Luke's mind, like Ryan still has a place somewhere on the team, whether it be as a as like an additional hero, maybe not necessarily Batwoman, maybe another hero or helping him in the Batcave. Like in Luke's mind, like he he doesn't feel like he needs to give Ryan like that attention because he doesn't like it's not one or the other in his mind, nor is it in Mary and Sophie's. It's really just in Ryan's mind. And it's how, you know, it's, it's kind of like how you would feel if you're, if like the person you were dating, their ex, you know, came back into their life as a friend. Like that's, that's kind of what it felt like here, but it wasn't like you got to choose one or the other, even though, Ryan, like Ryan is used to having these things kind of taken from her and that's where we're getting like I think that's where she's coming from and we hear her talk about that in a couple um, in a couple scenes and it's just like so she's not used to being like well we can both be here like just because just because one thing happens doesn't mean I have to I have to have less true yeah that that really <laughs> became rambling but at the same time like i just wanted to make sure like this is this is the headspace i think ryan's in so i don't think and i don't think she's doing it like i don't think she's doing it like as a needy person it's just she's used to this sort of thing happening to her right so she's she's always been waiting for the other shoe to drop and now it's dropped Right. And, and at so the same and at the same time, yeah. And at the same time, like if Luke and Mary, like just the fact that in Luke and Mary's mind, like this wasn't an either or situation, they didn't stop to think like us being so happy about Kate being back. You know, we really should sit Ryan down and be like, just because Kate's back doesn't mean you have to go away. Because in their mind, it it just it's not even a thought like. Right, but in her I mind, did. because she's not being told that she's still welcome, she's expecting to be drop-kicked like she's always been. Right. Uh, we also find out that from Sophie that Black Mask has been... Has Recruiting been former crows? Out. Yep, putting the word out, and not just crows, but any police enforcement. Like, anyone in police enforcement, he is recruiting... And we 
from there, we go to, I believe, an actual recruiting party. We go, yeah, we go from there to Black Mask. Oh, is that what this was? What do you mean, that's what this was? I did, like... I didn't really understand what was like happening. Like I saw him talking because he was talking to Tavaroff, right? No, he's talking to a giant group of people to which Tavaroff is one of them saying, hey, you know, you were you were crows, you were cops, but the system got in your way, you know, preventing you from, you know, actually, actually like doing your job and getting justice and people want to defend you defund you rather than help you well i'm gonna i'm gonna be the one to help you so join my side and then you can do all the stuff that you dreamed of doing as cops which i mean he's selling it pretty well in a kind of deranged sort of way yeah but at the same at the same time, he's like, join my join my criminal empire, and that will allow you to to dole out the justice that you thought you could do as cops. Like, eh, I don't really think this is. Yeah, like I said, the, we have entered the upside down. Um, I don't think like this. I don't think is necessarily the upside down. This is this is the show like hammering home like the cops that are like Tavaroff and his ilk aren't actually good people. And honestly, and the, fact- the point doesn't need to be hammered hammered through anymore. We get it. Like, it's clear. Right. Um. So, everyone's like, yay! Guns! Woohoo! <laughs> America! And Tavros like, eh, I, don't, I guess so. And Black Mask comes over to him and he's like, well, I don't see what the selling point for me is. I just feel like I'm in a, you know, I'm just a, the same cog at a different machine, whether it be Jacob's or yours. And and Black Mask is like, well, you don't want to be a cog? Well, I can I can change that. We go over to a financial or we go over to a cubicle space of a guy working alone in an office because it's COVID. So everyone's working from home except this guy, apparently. (laughs) And the lights go out and he's like, hey, guys, I'm still Still working. working. (laughs) Batwoman's like, yeah, I know you're you're helping black mask and he's like i'm not going to tell you anything and she's like oh i don't need you to and she steals the laptop without being seen which was cool yeah showing back up at the back cave she's like does anybody know how to use quickbooks because i have black masks piggy bank and there's nobody in the back cave no luke no mary nobody and she see she hears a conversation going on on the back computer and she she looks at it and it is Mary Sophie. Was it Mary Sophie and Kate? I think or it's just Mary, Mary and, Kate. and Kate. No, I just I looked quickly and there was a third person in the in the video because that was actually the scene that I was on. Um. So Mary Maybe Luke uh, was there off shot. Yeah, I don't know yet. When it comes up, I'll have to I'll let you know. But so apparently so. 
Kate and Mary are kind of having a, a conversation about how, you know, it's it's great to be back and she wants to be back out there now, you know, in the suit, helping helping Gotham. And this is like more of Ryan be like, oh, so I have to give her Batwoman. I have to give her Batwoman's stuff over. Um, so that's that's essentially like where Ryan also gets this part from. It is Luke. So yeah, it's Luke, Mary, and Kate in her Pearl Jam t-shirt. And then from there we go to Ryan's van that we haven't seen in forever. She's sitting there talking to Mama about how you know she should be used to having things ripped away from her now. And then the the mama in her head like slaps her upside the head and it's just like, hey, it's not an either or situation. And then So she starts she starts working on she starts trying to work on the laptop because she still has a laptop and a bunch of a bunch of flashing lights appear and the cops drag Ryan out of her van planting um snake bite Injectors. Snake bite injectors on her and taking her into custody. I hated all of this. Hated every minute of it. Uh, this made me so angry. And I don't even know why. I was just like, I just, why are we doing this? I, I didn't, I did not like that we were basically repeating Ryan's backstory. I, I get what they were going for here with the end result because this time people actually believe her when she says that it wasn't her stuff. But like, I don't, I didn't like it. Uh, I don't, well, you're not supposed to like, like this, this scene's not supposed to like make you feel warm and fuzzy. Like this scene is supposed to anger you now. Yes, it's a little bit of a backslide to stuff we've already done in this season. However, this is also like, like we find out, like this is a way for Black Mask, who now knows Ryan's Batwoman, to get her away from any of the Batsuit and the gadgets and to be able to take her out or offer, offer her a choice to join him or take her off the board completely. And it's easier to do that with her in jail away from any tech suit or weaponry she has as Batwoman. I I mean, I understood it and I got it. I just I just for some reason really did not like it. Right. And you definitely shouldn't like this. And, like this thing should also, make you angry. Well, yeah. And I also think, too, like the last three weeks have been very police brutality heavy. And I just I am at least happy that like like I get I so I get why we had those episodes. I'm at least a little bit happy that aside from having those episodes, which I thought were fine and important to have this conversation, but that it also worked in the larger storytelling of the season. It yeah, wasn't just no, that's one offs. It just wasn't but... like one off that it started to feel like at the beginning of the season. Like I, I made the same comment you are now at the beginning of the season where I felt like it just like, it doesn't feel like it belongs 
in this episode, but slowly over the course of the season, and now with the fact that we know Black Mask is has like a lot of people on the G, on the GCPD and in the court systems and even the crows on his payroll, like now it all kind of fits and makes sense. And it's like, all right, you know, just because it didn't feel like it fit earlier, it it does. And it, was and it all- wasn't so much that it didn't fit. I just feel like it was kind of an overkill kind of a thing. Yeah. We come back from commercial and thank God they cremated Ocean. <laughs> I was ecstatic when I saw her holding an urn. Like I started to do cartwheels in my room at like three o'clock in the morning. I'm surprised you didn't send me a happy dance gift when you got to that scene. <laughs> We see Alice remembering all the time she spent with Ocean, like that one time on Coriana, and then like that one time when they kissed on Coriana, and like that one time they kissed somewhere else. Look, they didn't have a lot of memories, okay? No, they didn't, and and they reused a lot of the stuff that we've seen before, but I did like the song that was used in that moment, and I'm kind of, since I tend to make a lot of montages myself... I was a sucker for the montage. I'm not even going to lie. Look, you if you're having a funeral scene, which this is essentially what it was. Yeah. The only song that is the only song that is acceptable during during funeral scenes is It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday from Boys to Men. It's the only one. I don't make the rules. I just follow <laughs> them. <laughs> but I... did, did you finish Lucifer yet this season? I have an episode and a half to go. Episode and a half. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me know when you finish. <laughs> I will, but I think I know what you're referencing, but I won't say it for those of, those of our listeners who have not, but I think I know what you're referencing. Let, let me know when you finish. I might have just spoiled stuff for you. No, I was already spoiled. Okay. Then, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, it's kind of why I haven't watched the last episode and a half because I don't want to see it. Oh no, it's great. It's fine. I actually, I actually really did. I was that the episode I really liked. Uh, I honestly, I honestly don't remember. Either way, back to Batwoman. As Alice is saying goodbye to um, Ocean. Uh, right. But I'm trying to. What is that? What is that stuff that the Tang, Tang Ocean, because he's powdery and like you could just put him in water. Oh, God. (laughs) You did not just say that. Oh, my God. Or, um, or like the old candy that came with like the sugar stick or the (laughs) the stick and you would like, you would dip it in sugar. It's, I think they were called pixie sticks. No, no, no. Pixie sticks was the tube that had all the sugar in it. This was this was like a solid candy wand, and there would be like three different packets that you could dip the the wand in, and the like the sugar coating would coat it because it's wet. 
But yeah, that's essentially he's a pixie stick now. Is essentially <laughs> like you could fill him in a straw and and just just snort him away. Like I don't. <laughs> so she's pouring him into the ocean because his name is Ocean. And while she's having her tender moment, Sophia just like shows up quoting scripture. Because of and, course. Yep. And uh, Alice, not not too happy about it. I wouldn't be either. I mean, I don't see why. Because <laughs> Sophia is the one who robbed her of her time with Ocean. She robbed her of her memories of Ocean and the time they could have had together. And see, now he's gone. You say rob, I hear helping. Okay, she, but see, Ocean was no good for Alice. Yes, but Alice, Alice is grieving, so Alice is looking at her as the woman like you took my happiness away from me, and now I can never get it back. So now you must die. Actually, no, not die. Now I must torture you. Well, that's we don't find that out until later. She just shows up and quote scripture and she's like, I came to pay my respects. And then we go over to Ryan being brought into the police station and then the cops are like, you stay here. We're going to go get a cup of coffee. And Roman shows up in the front seat and he's like, hey, come join me. And Ryan's like, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, like, no. And he's like, but come on, we can restore justice together. And Brian's like, no, fuck no. Like, <laughs> like absolutely the fuck not. Like, yeah, why? Like, like, Are did you, you sniffing glue? Yeah, like, um, no. Absolutely no. And... and then, and even then, when, when he threatened her life, she was still like, uh, yeah, you can kill me, because no. Yeah. And then um, then Roman, you know, says she's being very selfish, and why shouldn't she, why should she be the only mass vigilante? And he says it vigilante, and that's how you know he's a bad guy, really. Yeah. Like, like he said that, and it sounded like nails on a chalkboard in my ears. <laughs> yeah, me I'm too. I'm like, you know what? I don't like, like you now. You are obviously. Like, I was unsure, but now I know you're the bad guy of the season. It's like somebody pronouncing the L in salmon. Oh, salmon? Oh, God. I watch Hell's Kitchen, and every time he says that, I want to just jump in there and slap him across the face. I also hate it, but. When any of the other chefs who isn't French say "me chef," I want to beat them. <laughs> I have anger yeah, issues. It's, it's, it's okay. It's really the so really the it's old, fine because I, I have the overall outcome of this episode is I have anger issues if you mispronounce something or uh, so, pronounce so it do I. if not necessarily mispronounce it. But pronounce it differently than I do. Because, listen, when people say mozzarella instead of mozzarella, the Italian in me, it rages. I hate it. Yeah, see, I'm on team mozzarella. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, yep, so Black Mask has a failed recruiting trip, and he's like, all right, fine, peace out, I'm out of here. Over and at Ryan the... sitting, Ryan sitting in that car looked terrified. Like, when he left and they zoomed in on her face, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, because she doesn't have any, like, aside from, like, her actual fighting skills. Like, she has, if they shoot her, she can't bounce bullets off of her. Like, so, like, if I was, if I was her, I'd be, I'd be very worried, too. We go over to the holdout in which Kate is reading the letter. She, or Cersei is reading the letter she gave to Sophie. And Sophie's like, yep, that's what you wrote me. And I never told you how I felt because I felt we had all the time in the world. But, oh, there's actually a scene in between in which um, Luke and Mary find out that Ryan's been arrested. And Mary's like, we need to find Kate now. And then we go over to the holdout in this. And Sophie's like, yep, so... That's what you said. I never told you how I felt because I felt we had all the time in the world. And we didn't. And now you're back. So now I have to tell you all this. And I just realized that it's only been like 30 minutes since you started getting your memories back. And this might be a little too much. Yeah. Yes, Sophie. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> like you couldn't have waited a week. Like, at least give her some time. Exactly. But, but Cersei's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad this is all out in the open now. La, 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 la. <laughs> and then uh, Sophie gets a text that says Ryan's been arrested and they have to head off to the Batcave. Oh, and I hate, oh, like, and what everything that follows in this scene just makes me so mad. So they show up to the Batcave, and Sophie has, is like, how did Roman, how did Black Mask know that Ryan was Batwoman? And they're like, sorry, she didn't have enough time on her one, on her one call from prison. I feel, like, I feel like they should have thought, well, uh, considering... Like, I feel like somebody should have thought, hey, is it possible that um, Kate told him? Because, I mean, she was, like, I I feel like that might have been some kind of a clue that something was off, possibly. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, this guy's been kind of one step ahead of everybody, so... I'm. I would have been like. I probably wouldn't have thought twice either. So they have a plan to. Well, they need to come up with a plan to break Ryan out of prison, and by doing so, they also don't want to. They don't necessarily want to hurt the good cops, but it'll be difficult between to tell between who's on black mass payroll and who's good. And Kate's like, well, I you know, Ryan risked her life to save me, so. I should do the same thing. Mary hands her the bat suit, and Sophie's like, I'm coming with you. I just got you back. I'm not going to lose you again. 
And she's like, ah, that's so sweet. I'll take the bike. You take the U-Haul. And then proceeds to shoot all three of them with a sleeping dart before shoots she shoots Luke, she shoots Mary, and then before shooting Sophie, she recites the words from the from the letter except saying that it's the lying easiest to Sophie thing. is the easiest thing she's ever done. And this entire thing oh, made me man, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I was so I, So I'm when I Oh, go so no, go ahead, go ahead. So when this scene happened, I sent the same message slash gif to everybody I knew that had any sort. Like I sent it to Tony, I sent it to my friend Lauren, I sent it to my friend Tim, and it, like anyone that knew like vaguely about Batwoman. And it was this is watching Batwoman this week is and this is how I'm feeling. And it was the gif of Donkey from Shrek saying, you know, talking about his eye twitching. He's like, after this, I'm going to need lots of therapy. Look at my eye twitching. <laughs> but, like, it just – all of this was just so wrong. It felt like having Kate in the Batcave attacking her team just felt like sacrilege. Oh, yeah, it made me so like, mad. But, and, yeah, so – Ah, uh, but that is yeah. So that's how, that's uh, that's how you felt. And this it's this a, was part one of them sub, of them subverting everything that Batwoman stands for, and it just it really pissed me off, <laughs> to be honest. We come back from we come back from commercial, and Ryan's in a holding room. With her probation officer. Which I legit, I legit forgot she was on probation. <laughs> on probation, yeah. <laughs> She's like, you had like one more week before we went to the review board, and I was going to recommend they release you, and how could you do this? And Ryan's like, I didn't. Like, you, I need you to believe me. Like, I, I didn't do this. They planted the evidence on me. And she's kind now, of pleading with the probation officer. Here's here's something not re- kind of related to this scene, but not. If Ryan was on, Ryan's been on probation this entire time. Uh, d- when you're on probation, aren't you not allowed to leave the county or the state? So how did she get to Coriana and back and like leave with no issue? Um, easy. She didn't tell her probation officer. Well, like she, she doesn't. She doesn't have an ankle monitor, so yes, while she's not necessarily allowed to leave the state, the country, you know, she just didn't tell her and was back, so she didn't miss, she didn't miss an appointment, is essentially okay. what it was. Yeah, okay. So, uh, that so yeah, as me... long as she's making her, as long as she's making her appointments, they don't have, like, an ankle monitor tracking device on her, so... Yeah, if, like, somebody called up and was like, hey, I just saw Ryan in the airport in Paris, even if she was back in time to, to make her next appointment, like, her probation officer would have been like, um, I just got a call saying you were in Paris. You're going back to jail. Like, But, yes, it, she has definitely broken her parole several times in this season. Yeah. Because, also, you're not allowed weapons. Yeah, no, true. I just completely forgot her parole was still a thing. Yeah. So she's pleading with her parole officer to 
to believe her. The cops come in. The cops kind of come in hastily to bring her to take her away, and her parole officer gets up and is like, "I want to talk to the judge. I feel like my client's being railroaded." And the cops kind of turn to go after the probation officer. Well, she did. Did we mention the fact that she tells her probation officer that she's that woman, and like, uh, yes. and. She doesn't quite believe her. Then the cops come in. Then when she asks to talk to the judge, the cops pull a gun and Ryan kicks all of their asses. Yep. Including like like the next three that come in. Exactly. And her probation officer is hiding under the table. And like you could literally see on her face like, oh, shit, she really is Batwoman. Yep. So she gives her her tag and tells her, you know, this will help you get to get out of here. You know, hurry up, go. Um, one interesting thing to note is the judge's name. Oh, I didn't catch this. Is Hamada, and for those who've been, for those who watch Batwoman but might not know anything else about what is going on in the state of of the comics world or of Warner Brothers or DC, Hamada is the last name of the person that is in charge of the DC film properties. Like he's the one is the main producer and his name has uh, been to the forefront over the last year and a half, especially. Um, But since Ray Fisher came out with his allegations about what happened on the set of the justice league reshoots with Josh Whedon, um, he, uh, Hamada, is the one that has also been in the line of fire with Ray Fisher. Like, it's been three people, Whedon, Jeff Johns, and Walter Hamada, because he feels like Hamada was covering up for the other two. Um, now, I, we're not going to get into, like, what went on. You can easily look it up. You can decide for yourself um, what you feel is is right. But that is the name of somebody. So he's a very controversial figure in some instances. Like some of the DC universe likes him. People who people who um, support Ray Fisher and his allegations um, absolutely hate him. Fisher had said like he would never work on another movie that Hamada was involved with. And oh wow! Hence he is no longer like hence he is no longer uh, he, he is no longer cyborg. So it's a it's a very like intricate thing and it it's not necessarily it doesn't necessarily come down to who do you believe because like it's obvious something happened on the set of Justice League and that that Ray Fisher's allegations have merit and then there's always just like how much do you believe they have merit but you can all look that up on your own if you want, but I just felt it interesting that they would use his name in the show like that. And I didn't even pick up on that, so I'm glad you did. Yes. Um, so, so Ryan gets away. Hold on a second. Because I, I believe... I believe, like, from there, she goes right to the Batcave. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she does, too. Yeah, so she goes she goes from there right to the Batcave, and she's like, 
hey guys, I know Kate's back, but I could have really used help. And Luke's and like, she, so could we. Oh yeah, because yeah, there's one thing we that we did we talk about the scene where they wake up in the it looks like they're in an elevator shaft and they realize that Kate is Cersei and kind of been screwing them over this whole time. Did we skip that scene? I feel like we skipped that scene. I believe that's the same scene. I think it's just the beginning of it. No, there was a scene before that. I thought where because we because we saw them we saw them in the elevator shaft and like Sophie was coming too and 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 Mary was telling them what happened and then they realized that Kate locked them in and locked them in tight and that they were screwed because they weren't going anywhere. Yeah, no. First, uh, first up is first up is Alice and Sophia finally having a heart to heart. Uh-huh. In which Sophia's like, you know, Alice is like, you took everything from me, you, you know, you killed Ocean, and Sophia's like, you know, I like all this stuff I did was to help you, you know, Ocean made you weak, um, you know, you can come, you can come back with me to the island and live on the island, and I can protect you because you're not going to have anybody to protect you in Gotham, and Alice is. Alice is pissed and Sophia is really trying to like get you know Sophia is like look I did all this for you I love you Alice goes to like stab her with the butterfly knife she she cut you know she stops her hand and she takes the butterfly knife and Sophia is like look you know I want to I want us to be at peace like like all this is done you burned down my desert rose. I killed Ocean. Like, eye for an eye. We're done. And then she lets on that. And so she's like, you know, there's a storm coming to Gotham, and I can give you sanctuary. That ends. We go over to the back cave with them coming through, them coming to. And Mary listing like the the side effects of the knockout dart, as we see they're all locked in the elevator. And then we have Cersei going through the Batcave, looking for specific items. She finds a room that has items from Joker, uh, Clayface, Bane, Poison Ivy. And we also got a flash of Batman suit. Yes, we do. We see, was it just the headpiece? I think or, it was just the headpiece. Yeah, we see the headpiece on like a little mannequin head thing. Yeah, which I thought was, oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I I saw it quickly and didn't, and it wasn't until like it passed that I was like, oh, that's what it was. I noticed it first off. Yeah. I'm just I did to like the first. I did what, like the first. Hmm? Trying to figure out what she could possibly want with all of these things. Uh well, the the stuff from the thing from Poison Ivy, the flower from Poison Ivy, has to do with Sophia's plan because she talks about it. She talks yeah. about it afterwards. Um, the venom. Also has to do with black mask, and we'll we'll hit that up when it comes to it. And the other stuff, maybe it's maybe it'll have some like stated purpose, but 
Black Mask pretty much just says, like, I'm going to use these things and do what these guys couldn't do, and that's take over Gotham. So it, we know of at least two things that have a specific use. We don't necessarily know if they have a specific use for all of them. Because I, when she was going through, I knew she was looking for something. I didn't know what. I thought maybe yeah. she was looking for something that had the power to penetrate the suit. Yeah. At first, when she grabbed the flower from the flower from um, the case, I thought it, uh, for some reason I instantly thought it was the Black Mercy. Um, from like it, they've had it on Supergirl. But it was that stuff that made um, Kara like like she was living in her dream. Oh right, right. So like okay. she was back on like she was back on Krypton and whatever. Like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That's a you know it is a flower. Um, so for some reason my mind instantly jumped there because in the comics, um, I believe Batman has it. So for some reason that was just where my mind went. When we come back from commercial. We see Ryan coming into the Batcave and is like, I could have used the helping hand. And that's when you hear Luke, so could we. And she sees them all in the she sees them all in the elevator. And Luke's like, remember when I said I knew Kate better than you? Well, it only helps if it's really Kate. Which that line did make me laugh. Yeah. Um, which that coupled with a line coming up, you know, kind of kind of makes sense uh ryan goes over to to see if there's any because they tell her like kate's running around somewhere in the cave or Cersei's running around somewhere in the cave so she goes over uh, to try and get some of her weapons and they're all gone well she's also going to try to cut she was also going to try to cut through the elevator door because she couldn't open it and they're all gone, and an arrow comes buzzing by Ryan's head, and we see Kate holding a crossbow with arrows and starts hunting Ryan throughout the Bat Cave. And then we go back to Sophia and Alice, and Sophia's like, So, you're going to come back with me home, me and you? You know, best buds, you know, no hard feelings. And, and Alice, Alice is like, like, Yeah, no, about that. I'm yeah. gonna stab you. Well, before she stabs her, Sophia lets on that, you know, Alice doesn't have anything left in Gotham. She doesn't have Ocean, and she doesn't even have her sister because she, well, well, Alice, uh, you know, Alice, like, well, you know, your your island was a smoking rubble last time I left it. And Sophia's like, well, I got all that figured out. I got a flower from Poison Ivy that I acquired through a gentlewoman's agreement. Oh, by the way, you don't actually have your sister back. She was a sleeper agent. And she's helping me because I had the person who I had the person who wronged her killed. So, you know, I win. And that's when Alice like stabs her with her with her special knife. So, so she's Sophia not actually... sent Ocean to kill her to kill Enigma. Then no, I think she sent Ocean to kill 
the the guy that Tatiana killed last episode. Oh, because I thought because she. I thought I thought I thought she was referencing Enigma. The one who did this to her. No, she was talking about how she reached a deal with Cersei to get the rose by pretending she's Kate. And the Good. reason Cersei was doing it was because she killed the executive that wronged her, that she ended up going to Arkham for gouging out his gotcha, eyes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. I'm with you now. We go back to the Batcave, and Cersei you know, says if Ryan doesn't come out, she's going to have to start shooting at other people. She shoots two bolts into the into the elevator. One goes by Luke, and then the other hits Sophie's jacket, pinning it to the pinning it to the back. As a fight ensues between Ryan and between Ryan and Cersei, is which as Cersei is really like kicking her ass. I how often have fights happened in the actual Batcave itself? Like twice. I, I mean, just in general, not just in Batwoman. I mean, just like. No, like three times. I don't know. I just don't like it. I really don't like it. Like, the Batcave to me is like sacred space. And well, yeah, like, you don't necessarily take enemies into the Batcave usually. So. so this just all usually, felt very. Usually, the only fighting going on is training. Yeah. As but that, this, I just didn't like any of this. As that is going on, they're trying to use Mary's belt to get the to get the uh, crossbow that Cersei dropped to to no to no success. And then they then Luke and Sophie have the idea of using the titanium arrows to kind of lift the gate the gate up, freeing them, and it works. Sophie grabs the crossbow and points it at points it at Cersei and says she'll shoot her. Cersei says, "No, you won't, because you love me." And Sophie's like, Sir, "Damn it!" And is this when Ryan comes up behind with like a fire extinguisher or something? No, that already happened. But in any event, no, that was after Ryan. Came back with the fire extinguisher and then got knocked down again. Okay. Kate picks up her bag of stuff along with the suit and then leaves. We go back to Sophia and Alice still dragging out the. You should come back to Coriana with me. Alice stabs her and says, "You're right. Killing you wouldn't make me feel better, but torturing you will." So she had stabbed her with the special dagger so she can remove it to bring her back to life whenever she wants. Now, she said something. She's like, I will only remove this when I get them back. I assume the them she means is obviously Kate. Does she want how how is she planning on getting Ocean back? She's not. I don't know. This is Alice. Do you think she could make an ocean face and like have somebody like I swear to God. No, I am done with that character. (laughs) I mean, like... I don't know. I don't care. 
I want this show canceled before I ever have to see Ocean again. I don't even care if it's a <laughs> robot Ocean. I'm just warning you. It seems like she had some no, kind of a plan. No, no, no. <laughs> you're not even allowed. You're not even allowed to talk about it on this podcast <laughs> because stuff we say on this podcast ends up coming true, and I'm gonna be very upset if that happens. So no, it is not gonna happen. <laughs> he's dead. He's burnt to a crisp. He's a pixie stick. I'm sorry. I watch Days of Our Lives. Death means nothing to me. He's he's powdered <laughs> dairy creamer. <laughs> oh my god, you did not just say that. But I don't know, she sounds nope, like she has dead. a plan. Nope, she doesn't. No plan. Back at the Batcave, <laughs> they're all like, well, we're screwed. That's that's basically all the scene is. They're yeah, like, they're, they're, she, they're, has, she has all the weapons. She has the Batsuit. I feel like this is always the place we get to in every Arrowverse show when it's the second to last episode of the season. Like, we get to the very worst place we could possibly be in. Well, yeah. Like, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, if everything was great... The, the last episode wouldn't really mean anything. But. <laughs> and, and Ryan's like, well, I'm scared as hell. So let's, good luck, team. Yeah. Back, back over, we have Black Mask and Tavaroff talking. And he's, you know, he's going over the stuff uh, Cersei took. And he's like, what do you have with all, you know, what do you want with all these? And he's like, I'm just confused as we are. Yeah, I'm going to succeed where they failed. So let's get started. And he holds up the Venom canister from Bane. And so it looks like Tavaroft is going to be being injected with Venom. So What does the Venom do? Because like I said, I'm it is essentially, It's essentially like liquid steroids. Like fast-acting liquid steroids. Got it. Um. So, so like, it'll... It'll like it'll kind of make you feel like invulnerable, like it numbs your pain senses, like it's yeah. It's basically gonna hulk them out. Yes, yeah, it'll basically hulk them out. Okay. Um, and and that's what it's like. It's been used in the past. There's some iterations that it's been used like it'll make somebody. Was it the cart? It might have been the cartoon. There was one iteration of Bane that when they used it, like when he used it, like you saw him like really hulked out. And then when like it got cut, like the tubes got cut and it was draining, he would like go to say like Bruce Banner. But it's not necessarily like it shouldn't be like that much of a disparaging thing. Like if you are muscular, it would like really it would make your muscle it would make your muscles look like swole but okay. it doesn't like it's not supposed to give you artificial muscles it's more of just to like accentuate enhance, what's there and yeah just... it like it, it enhances your strength a lot but if you don't have any strength to begin with then it you know it, it, you know you can only enhance something so much gotcha you know it so. can't give you it can't give you what you don't already have well, it can. Like, you can, like, if you can say you can lift 
a 500 pound barbell and then you take this, you might be able to lift like four 500 pound barbells. You know, gotcha. it'll it'll enhance the strength that you have. But if you can only lift like 10 pounds, you're not going to be able to lift like 14 billion pounds. Like there's there's limits to it. Gotcha. So. From there, we go to Kate cutting up the bat suit. Uh, Cersei cutting up the bat suit with, I'm assuming, some sort of, like, fashion jade razor thing, because I don't I hated this scene. She was mutilating the bat suit. Like, I hated everything about this episode, mainly because they were subverting everything that this show stands for for me. And I don't like it. And that is the last scene of the episode. I don't So like how it. did you like it? <laughs> I did not. Um because it just I, it, it feels like they are like I said they're subverting everything that this show stands for by making Kate slash Cersei a villain and putting her in the bat suit. Like the bat suit is supposed to represent all of that is good, and you're put. It's just why are we doing this? So, when I first saw this episode, I was, I hated it. I hated what they were doing, and that was my like first visceral reaction. When I saw it again, I still disliked it, and I'm not, I'm not saying I don't. But obviously, like, that's what they were going for. Like, they were they were hoping to, like, ha- for you to have that reaction. However, story-wise, it makes sense. And the reason it makes sense is because, like Ryan had been saying, like, like everything had just happened too easily. Like, Kate, suppo- you know, they had you believing Kate went from... Having her memory wiped to totally back in like one episode. Like we commented about how fast we did. And it was all like, nope, it really isn't. But we also know that. That everything we we don't know that everything we saw was a lie. And the only reason we don't know that is because. one She She admitted that there's a little piece of Kate in there. Right. She does have the line when when Mary says or when Sophie says, you know, you don't want to. You constantly get them confused, even a year later. It's my favorite thing. You don't want to. You know, we know that there's a part of you that doesn't want to kill us. And she says, unfortunately, but that part of me isn't my trigger finger. So she acknowledges that she does have some of Kate's memories or that Kate is in there kind of battling it out. And so and we've seen that before like we didn't see little kate beating cersei so i think we're gonna really need to see alice for the rest of this to be unlocked but i'm wondering though now that we're talking about this my wheels are turning what if this is to get us to a place where kate doesn't when kate comes back and she has her memories what if Kate decides because of everything she's done as Cersei, she doesn't deserve to wear the bat suit and she doesn't want Ryan to leave? Uh, again, I don't think Ryan's leaving either way. I said that I, last week. No, but, I, don't, um, I don't think she's leaving the show either. But, right. I, but if that's what they're going to do, 
uh, I don't necessarily like that either. I would rather them. I'd rather them be. You know, I'd rather have both as Batwoman than her being like, "Well, I did bad stuff at Cersei, so peace out, y'all." Because then I think did, it's just she, but she did bad stuff in the suit. Like I think. I mean, she he, hasn't yet. Uh, uh, based on the, I mean, we're. I'm just going on the assumption that she does. I just feel like that at least for the first part of season three next year, she's not going, I don't think she's going to feel like she completely has earned her, earned the right to wear the bat suit after everything she did as Cersei, especially trying to kill Mary and Sophie and Luke. Like it's like Kate, is not going to be okay with that and Kate is going to punish herself whether that punishment goes on for very long I don't know but I think we're going to at least have part of the story next season probably be Kate feeling as though she doesn't deserve the suit and everybody trying to convince her that she can Uh, still be Batwoman man that was like Ryan the first half of this season I don't know if I can go through another half a season with somebody doing that I don't know if it'll be half a season or like three or four episodes, but I do yeah. see it being a potential story thread next year. It is very possible, but there's only one episode left. So next week, we're going to get hopefully some resolution to the season and then some stupid stinger at the end that we're going to have to wait until October to figure out what's going on. But uh, that's it. that's at least only in seven short days, so we don't have much longer to wait, thankfully. That but is I don't, true. I don't know how they're going to wrap all this up in one episode. But I don't think they're going to wrap everything up in one episode. Like they're going to wrap part of it up, I'm sure. But it feels like unless everything moves at warp speed, it feels like there's going to be at least a few things left hanging. I think the Tavaroff thing is going to be left hanging until next season. Yeah. And definitely, I don't think Jacob's getting out of jail till next season, unless when we come back. I mean, back. he wasn't even in this episode, so. Right, yeah. So, I just, it's going to be interesting to see where it all goes. And I really, really, really hope that we still have Ryan next season. Because as much as I don't think she's leaving, part of me is still, like, yeah i i don't know well that being said you can tell us what you think is going to happen and you can do it in a variety of ways you can email us at batwoman tv talk at gmail.com you can tweet at us at batwoman tv talk on twitter you can tweet at me at academy rewind on twitter and where can the people find you i'm at xo tony roney xo on twitter all right. So by all means, let us know what you think is going to happen next week. Um, were you as angry viscerally as we were uh, upon first watching? As I said, I was really angry. But at the same time, like I recognize that for storyline purposes, it makes sense. But it just like the fact that we all fell for it, I think, is. Yeah, we all got tricked. And yeah. I think which on one hand, like you said before, it kind of makes sense because it makes the rushed aspects of the last couple weeks make sense like it wasn't it 
was happening for a reason and it wasn't just they waited too long to kick this off. Um, But beyond that, like, this was the most angry I've been watching (laughs) Batwoman all season. And that includes watching Luke get shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until next time, they are shining the bat signal out in the sky. So we're going to get out of here. Don't forget, next week, season finale. I can't believe we're here already. Yeah. All right. So we're getting out of here. See you later. Bye, everybody.